I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Fall edition. Back again. Almost pumpkin spice season, Brian. I've already been to two fairs, I, I but I've had zero pumpkin spice in my life. I feel a lot better about going to two fairs. Are you a pumpkin spice guy? I don't really drink coffee. That would be directly correlated to coffee, right? People don't do No, just like spice. pumpkin in general. Like, do you like Yeah, I guess I would anything? say I'm not really a pumpkin guy. Do you like pumpkin bread? Um, I, I think so. I'll try. I would eat it. Like, if I'm not, I'm not like the biggest banana bread fan either. But my mom makes this bread, and she fucking like if she tells you about it 17 times, she she wants you to take a fucking slice. So, like, does she put chocolate chips in it? Uh, no, she puts some. I don't know. There's some crunch going on in there. Walnuts. What was that? What? See, I'm not a big walnut guy. I cashews, peanuts. Uh, I, I I can have a variety of nuts, but you looked at me like well, a nut is not for you. No, I, I guess it's just a little too crunchy. I, when I first looked at you like that, when you were rattling off all these nuts, I thought you were going to say that you just don't eat nuts or like nuts or anything. So I was like, I, I love like peanuts, cashews, anything. Give them to me. But you're just not a walnut guy. Yeah, not not necessarily a walnut guy. Um. But so getting back to it, yeah, I guess I'm not really a pumpkin guy either. Don't mind the smell, similar to coffee um, and like burning fuel from a boat. Weird, I know. But, you know, some things that I wouldn't necessarily put into my body, but I do enjoy the smell. of. I like the smell of cigars. I hate the smell of cigarettes. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. I've smoked a handful of cigars in my life and I just don't enjoy it. But I love the smell of cigars. Yeah, I don't mind the smell of cigarettes. I don't. I don't want like cigarette smoke blown in my face. Um, oh no no no! But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a little nostalgic. Me reminiscing about walking into TGI Fridays as a child and them saying, "Would you like smoking or non-smoking?" And then you just say non-smoking, and then they just put this like six-inch divider between you and some guy smoking half a par- pack of Newport Red or Mar Reds, and you're like, "Yeah, no, this is this is absolutely fine." How shocking is it that we're not that far separated from that type time in the world? (laughs) I mean, down south, probably as close as like the 2000s, you were probably able to like smoke in restaurants. Yeah, it's people just don't really smoke. I mean, there's people obviously smoke cigarettes, but like a ton of people back in the day used to smoke cigarettes. It's not that common anymore. You don't in really Europe, see it it's lot. still huge in America. Oh, yeah. Now we're just like, let's vape because I can do that in target and not get in trouble, but I will get arrested if I light up it. Dude, I'm telling you, like I was watching a football game yesterday or this weekend. And uh, it was just so funny how many people I noticed vaping in the stands. And like, that's not something that shocks really? me. I see it all the time when, when you go to things, people, just, vaping is just more acceptable. Some people like somehow swallow, swallow the fucking vape. So it never even emits out of their body. Like it, it's weird, but I do feel that people are just more comfortable vaping in public now that they don't care about it. Whereas if they saw someone smoking a cigarette, they might become like a Karen about it. No, totally. So I actually went to a wedding this weekend uh, for a buddy that I graduated high school with. And it was in a it was an outdoor wedding, like the ceremony and the reception was in kind of like, you know, the ceremony for my wedding. It was like the pavilion, like it was covered, but it was like 
it was like that the whole venue was like that and people were just like in there smoking vapes and i remember thinking the exact same thing i'd be like see like i don't know if i would do that in here but like technically we're outside so like i don't really know what the situation is uh, um, but you're right it's people are way more accepting of vape life Right. So uh, 1997 is when federally you could no longer smoke inside restaurants. Oh, um, and that's see, that's crazy to me because I was born in 91 and I don't think I would have the memory to remember going at six years old to a restaurant and them asking smoking or non-smoking. But I totally do. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, it was probably one of those things, probably because going as a family, you were always waiting like you, no matter what, you never just get seated. So it was always you're waiting for a table and it was like, hey, do we want to take the smoking section table? Do we want to take the non-smoke? Like, how much do we really care about our kids? Like, it's going to be 20 more minutes for the non-smoking. Honey, I need a beer now. Like, I don't know. These conversations weren't necessarily being had in my family. I'm just saying they could have been taking place across the country. Um, yeah. And then. Oh, go ahead. You got another thought on that? No, not really. I just like I'm still just like so flabbergasted by the idea that people would want to just like sit there and smoke and ash their cigarettes in their ashtray that's on the same table as like their nachos. You know, like that just seems disgusting to me. Agreed. Um, so in 1988, the good year that the Lord allowed me to be born, um, it Lord uh, fucked up that year. So, well, they banned smoking on domestic airplanes uh that year um on oh thank god on on domestic flights less than two hours they didn't ban cigarettes on flights less than six hours until uh 1990 a couple years took them a couple years Do, do you think in that so that's like a weird differentiation differentiator to put in there do you think on those six hour flights you could not smoke for the first two hours you know like what a weird like why would you ban one but not the other it's so strange um Where people have walls up in the air they might go hand in hand with you know how on some flights now if they're if they're not a certain duration they won't give you food service or they'll only give you water or it's probably yeah. like classified like that if i just Dude, was those, throwing those out a planes must have been disgusting yeah. also let's great idea let's fly However many thousand feet, tens of thousands of feet in the air, in a pressure-controlled box, but honestly, smoke all you want. Just just smoke all you want. Like, are you kidding? You can't even have any, like, you're not allowed to vape on planes. You can't even have, like, you can't even dip on planes, apparently. Like, you're not even allowed to have any tobacco products on the planes. Really? You can't dip? Not that I'm a dipper, but I'd be pretty offended if I was a dipper and they wouldn't let me dip. Back in my dipping days, I I would be sneaky about it, but like it says no. Well, I, when you dip, I dip. We dip. I mean, it. Yeah, th- I mean, I wouldn't want someone spit next to me, but I get it. I, I I get it. Um, all right. Well, now that we went down the the tobacco road, um, oh, why don't well we talk a little bit of uh talk a little bit of golf, man? How was your week? Oh my 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 week was great, Brian. So let me. Let me give this to you in chronological order, because I think last time you and I talked to each other, basically, I'm sure your takeaway about my golf game at the end of last week was that I was feeling very discouraged, right? Like I was almost like a borderline about to quit golf, like wasn't feeling I wasn't even excited about going to play golf, right? Yeah, I saw your clubs listed online. Yeah. 
So that's kind of how I left our conversation last week. And then in the in the seven or so days since, uh, there's been a bit of a, a, a revelation or a development in which um, I, uh, I booked myself a little long weekend trip down to Scottsdale in January to see some of my boys, some of my wow. buddies uh, I went to high school with, grew up with, uh, who are going to be living down there. I'm going to be there for a couple of nights. We're going to play a couple of rounds of golf. And the minute I booked my flight, Brian, I cannot tell you how re-obsessed I just became with golf in the last week. I am, I've been to the driving range maybe three times since last Thursday. I've played 18. I, I, I'm, I'm in, man. I'm back. <clears throat> I, Kev, I'm very excited for you. First of all, very jealous you're going out to Scottsdale to golf. That's definitely on my bucket list. Um, I'm going to parlay this. I've already planned it out. Buddy's trip. We're bringing the wives. Um, we'll go to the WM. I mean, they say they want to go, but they don't. They don't. They want to be in the stands, but for like a half hour and to post it on Instagram. They don't really want to be about it at 5 a.m. running there. So the plan is to go to the WM but parlay it into a trip out there uh spend this like, coming wm 2024 no this is just no charlotte's too this would be we'd want like leave the kids at home no, not that we have multiple kids but this would be a parents only trip unless actually i don't mind if they just want to watch the kids um tbd tbd on that no no it wouldn't be this year but um have gotten the green light that i wm is on my bucket list we'll make it happen so um That'll be sick. But um, but I'm so I'm very jealous you're heading out there. Um, and I'm glad that that's the thing about golf. You know, you could shoot, you know, double bogey on eh, the first eight holes of the round. And then if you chip one in from a buck 50 out, you're like, this fucking game is awesome. I'm having the best oh. time of my life. It just takes a little bit, a little spark for you to just fall right back in love and be obsessed with the game. You're not happy with, with where your game is right now. That's all right. Book a guy's a buddy's golf trip. Are you kidding me? I, winning. Let's Dude, go. So, so, so my week, my golf week is came in layers, Brian. Right. So I think I booked that flight on like late Thursday morning, maybe Thursday around noon or whatever. And then, um, the next morning, Friday morning, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up before work and I'm going to go, I'm going to go hit some balls. I haven't really been hitting the range recently. Um, need, to, need to get something figured out. And I, and I go to the range and my mindset was, I'm just only going to try to hit a fade like the entire fucking time. And Brian, you know how people go to the range and then they'll be like, dude, I think I found something. Like I felt like that guy. Like I, I was like, I just, Oof. it just felt so freeing. Like I, I, you know me, I always hit that little tiny draw, but I don't know what it was. And I'm probably not even hitting a fucking fade. I'm not like swinging like a fade, but it feels like I am. And I feel like it was exactly what I needed. So then I'm like, well, shit, I'm even more excited about golf. I'm fired up, ready to go. I have this wedding on Saturday at like 4 PM wedding on Saturday in Connecticut. And mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way I get, I'm going to be able to play golf. I ended up booking myself a 6.20 tea time on Saturday morning at 30 minutes away from my house. So I had to leave at like 5.30 in the morning. Jesus. To, so I'm like, fuck it. Well, I'm just going to go play golf on Saturday morning. Like it was, I got the bug and I got it bad. That's awesome. It's a, I mean, it's yeah. a great, 
it's a great bug to catch. Um, gosh, that's I'm I'm fucking pumped for you. Do you have any idea what courses you guys are gonna try to play when you're out there? Not entirely sure. Uh, one of my but it's Matt DaCosta who came on to talk to us about Lynx Dow is actually one one of my buddies who I'll be I think is actually who I'm gonna be staying with. Um. And he's been down there to play several times. Um, so I think we're going to be taking some some guidance from him. Uh, one course I do want to play is uh, Auction Southern Dunes. Um, so I think we're going to try to get out there. I know like there's a lot of good good courses at Wicopaw. Um, I don't know if playing TPC Scottsdale, I'm not sure if we're going to try to do that or not. It's like $400 to go play. And I'm like, I don't know if I really want to do that. Like, I think it would be cool, but you can play the other course there for like a hundred bucks. Um, like, what are you looking at over there? I'm just looking at all the golf courses. Uh, see, that's the thing. And like, they, I feel like you can't really miss there either. Like all the courses are really fucking nice. Maybe not every single one of them, but like you can throw a dart dude, at that the, area. What's wild is there's all these golf courses in like a 20 mile radius and then you zoom out and there's fucking nothing. Like it, all this golf is, is right in here. That's sick. So, um, Oh, there's a troon out there too. That's sick. Yep. Yeah. Um, One of our buddies at the wedding was actually talking about the, the troon place. That was really cool. Auction is like, I think like 30 to 45 minutes South west of phoenix slash scottsdale so i think that might be out in that like middle of nowhere type area um but i don't i'm not gonna i don't think i'm gonna be upset unless i'm upset about how i played like i'm just gonna enjoy whatever course i don't think you'd be upset for tpc Uh, but yeah i I get what you're saying you're well you've got options you're gonna you guys are gonna make it a blast anyway um for sure for sure it's awesome um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to be doing a lot of golf course research, trying to figure out where where we're going to go. But um, yeah, I'm excited. First time it. playing desert. At, you okay. know, at both ends, get a get a morning tea time and a night tea time, so you get the sunrise, the sunset. Two weeks. Yeah, I think so. I fly in. I land at like 11:30 on Friday, so I think we're going to try to play Friday afternoon, and then we'll play Saturday. I'm going to try to push for 36 Saturday. I don't know if that's going to, if that's going to happen, but that's what I'm going to try for. And then it's, I'm going MLK day weekend. So it's uh conference championships on Sunday. Um, Oh, so that's going to be thick. There's a golf course called the Epic golf club. This is this place. What? Yeah. It doesn't look public. It doesn't look that epic. This shit's wild. That's awesome, dude. <clears throat> You're going to have a blast. I'm sure we're going to discuss it a lot as we get closer. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, man, that's that's not the 16th hole. What's that? Yeah. So, I see, the thing is now is, like, booking that trip made me be like, well, fuck. Like, I've been playing such bad golf. If I go take this trip to Scottsdale and just like play shitty golf in Scottsdale, I'm gonna feel like it's a trip wasted. So like now I feel like I just gotta get dialed in before yes. I head down there, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um that's so, so funny. The 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale itself is a, a pinned location on uh Google Maps. 16 is? 
The 16th hole. Yeah. It's no way. That's not funny. too far from TPC Scottsdale, obviously. <laughs> and the parking lot. Um, oh man, that'll be that'll be awesome. Hell yeah. Um, um how about you, man? What what went on in your week of golf? Well, um had a men's club event. Um only got to play once. We got a shit ton of rain. I mean, we got hammered with rain last week. Um, only got to play once, but um, and it was it wasn't great, but it wasn't it wasn't horrible. I, I've got to say this though. We I, I played in a men's club event with Kevin uh with uh my buddy Dan. And you wish you played in a men's club event with Kevin. Well, it depends on what Kevin showed up. Um that's valid, valid and, and true. Yeah. So um just right from the get-go, I I wasn't sure how the day was gonna go. We get there, one of the parking lots is closed. I don't like that. I think we're playing Gilead. Go over to Gilead, parking lots closed, have to drive over to Anderson. We get there, then they're telling us they're playing Anderson. I guess that's on me. I looked at a my my tea time confirmation said Anderson. I was looking at a tea sheet from the beginning of the year that said the event that day was at Gilead. Okay. So, um, a little rough start. So we're running like five minutes late to the tea time after we've walked all the way to Gilead. Um, no one's over there. Walk all the way back, playing with these two, um, playing with these two ladies. One of them I played with before. I've definitely mentioned her on the podcast. She she was great. Um, I also played with her dad in different men's club events. Um, okay. Probably the fastest. ladies in the men's club. No, they just played during it. I think they all gamble like street players. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're okay. they're in They They've got the in. Um, okay. And she's like. You and I play fast. She plays faster than us. She uses a cart too, so it's a little deceiving. Like before, I'm even like walking up. Before I can even get to the ladies' tees, like after I hit, like she's already getting back in her cart because she just puts the tee in the ground, hits the ball, grips it, and rips it. And um, so I I was like, dude, we're, don't worry about pace to play. She's also good, like. 10 handicap, maybe better. Like nice. Oh, yeah, easily. Is I she mean, like your age or like older? No, or younger? Like, no, she's a, like a mom, like a mom, like a like a my mom's age. Um, oh, oh, okay. Maybe a little younger than my mom specifically, but um, so she can she can golf her ball. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. Um, cool. and uh, I mean, first couple holes, I think she hit every green in regulation. I, I was like, yeah, no, okay, no doubt. Um. But Just flexing on Brian over there, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the person in her cart, she needed some flexing herself. So, the woman that she was playing with, um, I don't remember her name. For the sake of the story, we're gonna call her Karen. Okay. Oh, oh, that tells you everything you need to know about the story. So we're on, we're on the second green. So I par the first hole. I'm doing good. I tell Dan, like, listen, bud. It's two man, two man best ball. Uh, oh, one, okay. First one's on me. All right. Next one's on you. Um. So put my next shot in the fairway, short of the green, get it on. I end up with a fucking bogey. But before I can even bogey, Karen is standing on the back of the green. She's probably got 
a 25, 30 foot putt. Okay. Dan's just like, he just hit. He's just behind her, probably like 15, 20 yards. He's by his bag. He's just like, I don't know, like not paying her any fucking mind. Um, yeah. All of a sudden she stops what she's doing. She's like, can you not stand behind me at all? Oh and he's God. like, sure. Like, where do you want me to go? She's like, just nowhere that I'd be able to see you. And she's like, so not in front, behind her, on the side of me. And I, I'm just listening to this. And I'm like, this is the second hole, too. This is the second hole. Um, oh God. So she can't even make this up. So she putts, blows it by the hole, probably by 15 feet. Dan plays his putt. He rolls it by the hole by like two feet. He marks his ball, goes to stand on the side of the green. Before she putts, says it to him again. I need you to not be behind me. I, I'm i sitting there, and I blame my missed par putt on her, first and foremost. I, I stand by that. Um, Dan when he at, was standing behind her, was he, like, standing been, behind like not even twenty feet. line? Not, no. Not, oh. like, not like, like directly behind like behind her, her like, back, you're saying? Yeah, just like. I mean, there's holes of people behind you at some point. Like, it was, I had somebody do, say this to me once on the tee box. And in hindsight, I felt that I was in the wrong. We were on a tee box. I hit. I stepped back instead of stepping to the side. The tee box was really kind of wedged back into the woods. So yeah. I was standing behind the guy. And he's like, hey, do you mind moving? I was like, yeah, no problem. But, like, you would already set up. And I didn't want to start moving when you had already, like, started your thing. Yeah, I, I just thought you meant like he was kind of like behind her, but like in her like through line. I know people get bothered by that, but it sounds like she was just like insecure that he was in the vicinity. In yeah. General. So so that was a little wild. Um, She brought it up again, like. At another point in the middle of the fairway about something and the person she was golfing with, like I saw her roll her eyes at one point, too. So this might just be something that she does to people. Yeah, yeah, um, that was going to be one of my next questions. But okay. Anyways, let's just keep rolling, rolling with the round. We get to the ninth hole. It's a par five dog leg left. I'm five yep. over at this point. Okay, five over going into nine. Um, and I put my ball in the fairway. My second shot, I'm still like two sixty out, so it's just sure. an advancing three wood for me. Um, leave it to like, I don't know, I'm like 65 yards sitting in the rough and okay. actually was in no grass. Like the, the one air, I don't know if lightning struck this fucking spot of the ground, but it was just <laughs> dirt yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is sick. So I can, I, I was like, listen, put it on the green two putt, get out of here with a par and let's turn me and Dan were, let, let's get out of here. I skull. My, I've got a, a 56 degree in my hand and I just skull oh, no. right over the green, yeah. right into yeah. the woods. I, I I looked at Dan. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Take a ball out of my bag, drop it, hit another one, lands at about eight feet. Um, And I'm like, that's all I need to do, Dan. I put yeah. my bag, uh, my club in my bag. And then I stop and I look and she's, she steps away from her ball and then looks at me and says, are you going to stop? Throws up her hands and says that to me. I look right at her. I don't say anything. I, d I just look at her. And I wait for her to hit. 
what did she want you to stop doing? I don't know. Listen, if you're mad that there's noise, like, don't try to hit, like, one millisecond after I just hit. Like, allow for a golf clap. Allow for somebody to say good shot. <laughs> allow for a little bit of commentary. Don't get up in my fucking wheelhouse. I don't care. This this had me fired up. Um, well, she has already caused issues. So, like, now she's just, now she just sucks, right? Like, yep. 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 Um, so after the hole, I, me and Dan walked down one way, they get in their cart and they, I think they might've stopped and I don't know, got Gatorades or something. I don't know. They, it took them a good five or six minutes to meet us on the 10th tee box. And I was like, Dan, did you see what just took place? He was like, dude, we've seen this all morning already. It's not you. Don't yeah. let it get to you. I'm like, yeah, but the thing is, there are times that people do things on the golf course. and You're like, oh, man, that can't believe he'd do that. Or like, what are they doing? But I'm never going to say something to somebody about it unless you're like cheating or bl- like, I- I'm just going to like, I don't know you. I- I- like, I'm just going to let it roll off. When it gets to the point that you've got the audacity to like call somebody out that you don't even know. For something and to create an awkward situation, but fuck that. Right. I'm not, I wouldn't play with her again. No way. Do, did um did her I'm assuming the the lady that you played with before that you said is a good golfer is like her friend, or do they just happen to get paired up with each other? Yeah, I definitely assume they're they're friends. At any point, did like she come up to you guys and like say like apologize or like say anything or like no, her look, uh it happened again on the tenth hole. Um, no, sorry. It happened again on the 12th hole. Um, and it happened to Dan again. Um, she's like, I just need you to not be. And it got to the point, Kev, we would wait like a hundred yards behind her for them to play because we, we didn't want to be anywhere near you. Like, this is ridiculous. That's Um, so, it it was, it was so awkward. And luckily the round ended the way it did. They blow the horn on on we're on eight seventeen green we finish up and then it starts um raining and we're on the 18th tee box and i hit and they're like we're just gonna go in i was like that's fine because it was gonna be real awkward on 18th green when i was gonna say it's nice playing with you and have a good day to your friend um they it starts raining it didn't even they blew the horn they oh they did did yeah okay um, and I was like, I'm already on 18. Like I've already hit my tee shot. Like I'm walking that way anyways. Like if I'm yeah. going to get struck by lightning, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get struck anyways. And I do have the advantage. I'm not touching any metal. I'm not touching my clubs, my cart. I'm just rolling that bitch down the fairway with my remote. I mean, I got a club in my hand when I swing it, but, um, cause I was like, Hey, God forbid I can get a par here. I don't want to just like cart it in and be like, Oh, since it's a uh, 12, index you you're supposed to give me a par on that hole like fuck that like i'm not taking a par that i didn't get so i bogeyed whatever um but we saw the nice lady in the bar um okay and said the other one was around uh because i started talking about he's like just so you know i was like all right um and as we left she was like hey it was very nice playing with you again i was like yeah no same and it listen i i think she's probably been in situations like that before um it's it, just, it seems like she's aware of the situation like how ridiculous her friend is right 
Yeah. It, I mean, just way to ruin a vibe. Like, Kev, this happened to me one time. We we're doing the podcast at this point. I was playing at Portland and yep. the culprit was the guy who was in the men's club at Stanley, the larger gentleman with the headbands and jeans. Yeah. You remember him? Yeah, he, he shushed like you. A 30, 30 something handicap wants to read the green from four quadrants and yeah. sweet time. Yeah. He so one of the kids I met him that day. He, he just finished up the hole. He was walking off. He's like, hey, I'm going to go grab a beer. Do you want one? He's like, well, you guys shut up. And I'm like, yo, honestly, fuck you, dude. I, you've been bitching for the first seven holes. You're miserable. You suck at golf. Yeah. You, like you can't complain when you're getting a 10 on every hole because you heard something in the background. There's fucking squirrels. There's birds. There's fucking hawks. Yeah. To kill the squirrels and other birds. Do you remember when we saw him in the pro shop of Stanley and he was like complaining to how like basically crying to Howie? I forget what it was even about. But like we like heard him like bitch like literally for like five minutes a row in a row we were waiting like basically like to pay it was like before the round even started if I remember correctly it was just to pay and then he finally like storms off and we both are just like like look at you like what the hell and then whoever's behind the counter is just like I don't fucking know <laughs> like he's just like a he's a psychopath and he's so slow like I've played with people that said they called the ranger on their own foursome because he was in their group and they yeah he wouldn't hurry up like. It, if you're miserable, stay off the fucking course or introduce yourself as miserable and we're not going to play together. Right. Just, yeah. Like, are you even having fun playing golf if that's what your attitude is the whole time? Uh, she seemed pretty fucking miserable. Um, oh, I'm talking about him too. But yeah, like, yeah, she seems like just like, I mean, you're putting and you're making a fit about somebody being like behind you. That's just, it's we Like it's one thing to like have someone like right in your, your field of vision when you're like hitting a drive off of a tee and like they move or like, it fucks with you. Like, I guess like that's one right. thing, but like you're just hitting like a 30 foot putt. Just like, look at your fucking putt and hit it. Yeah. Um, could you imagine if I had said like, do you mind not bitching so much? It's really messing with my game yeah. when you bitch about things that shouldn't be bitched about. Where and, would like, she be the, when you guys were hitting? Huh? Where would she be when you guys? They just would sit in their cart. Okay. But I, I'll say this. Dan was hitting a shot one time. I'm next to their cart. They didn't shut the fuck up. Dan and I don't care either. We'll be sitting here like, right. yeah, it was 165. Yep. Swing happy, buddy. Yeah. It's. That, I mean, you know me, like I'm not one to to stir a pot to get confrontational at all. But like if, if I were in that, I, I think I would have like said something to her at some point. So I did like, something, something snarky, too. I would have done like what you what you just suggested. Just be like, can you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> so it got to me on on number 13, par three downhill. She just did it to us on 12. Um, I was trying to stick it right next to the flag. I duffed the ball. It only goes 60 yards. I'm still like 90 yards away from the flag. Yeah. Hit my next shot. I'm a little short. Put three on. Um, two putt for a double bogey. Pick the ball up. She's she's not like addressed the ball, but she's about to. She's like getting ready to start her putt. I tossed it right in the lake. <laughs> Dan was like, what the fuck was that noise? I was like, my ball. Yeah, I can do that. Awesome. I don't need your permission to throw my fucking ball in the lake. I it doesn't. Right. Uh, Did she say anything about nope. it? Nope. No, she yeah. didn't. 
And if she did, that's probably when the conversation would have taken place. Oh, that would have been that. That's not a a, a time to address Brian Ackley in a negative manner. After, I just uh, after... threw a life in the rough ball into the fucking pond because I got a double bogey on a par three. After but... taking three to get onto the par three, <laughs> that's not not what you want. Easiest hole on the course. I put in. So what do you shoot? What the fuck? That's what I wrote on that hole. Um, forty three on the front, forty three on the back. Um. Three, uh, one, two. Hmm. I thought I had three three putt bogeys. Oh yeah, I did. Yep. On three, eight, and twelve. Yeah, it just um all of them were longer putts. I didn't put the first one close enough. Um, yeah. But besides that, I was I was playing okay. I mean. I should have had at least four strokes better. Um, that would have put me at a 70 in uh, 82. I like it all things considered when I left that day, I, I was just like, you've got to be fucking like, I'm just going to go home. I was like, this sucks, but like, yeah, whatever. Um, I also shot an 86 on Saturday so we can be boys like that. Okay. Yeah. No, and the thing is, Kev, there's nothing wrong with shooting in the mid 80s. Dude, honestly, like for where I feel like I've been, like I was like, all right, fuck it, like whatever. Like, so I had a, I shot an 86. I lost four balls and had a quad. Yeah. I was like, all right. I mean, like, so like overall, like obviously, like I had a couple of really, really bad holes. Like, I, I think I had like a quad and two doubles or something like that. But, um, the second hole, par three, 145 yards. Um, I was the closest I've been to a hole in one since my hole in one. I land my pitch mark was six inches to the right of the hole, Ooh. and my ball came to rest six inches essentially to the left of the hole. So, like, it landed right next to the hole, bounced forward, spun back a little bit, <laughs> and was right next to the hole from the tee box. We all thought it was about to go in, we were like about to go nuts. It was wild, That's so nice. that was promising, and then I pumped two OB on a par five, made a nine. That was cool. I've had like three nines. Like my last three rounds, I've made a nine on a par five. Driver yeah. needs some work. Um what I'm trying I, to tell you. Uh, it, it's a tough game. But I just I, I just feel like we're we're hard on ourselves sometimes. It's like if you don't yeah. shoot in the 70s, it's kind of like eh, kind of bullshit. But when I see these stats about only two percent of people ever break 80, have you seen that? I don't know if that's real. Yeah. It seems like there's 90% of sounds like that i feel like i'm friends with way too many of the two percenters then kev well i think the thing is there's so many 98 percenters so many people play golf but i think when we're talking to people like the people that we play golf with are like golfers you know and there's a difference between people that like have clubs and play golf a couple times a year and then people that are like golf like you and i are golfers we play like 40 rounds a year, 50 rounds yeah. a year. Like that's a golfer at that point. Like, I don't care how good you are. You could shoot a hundred and play that much. You're still a golfer. That's a you good know? point. Um, I don't think I, and it always does like blow my mind. Like I actually give these people a lot of credit. Like you go on a bachelor party or something and it's like, let's go play around to golf. And the person's like, I haven't golfed in three years and they shoot like a 90 and you're like, what the fuck? Like, 
and like they keep the ball in play they they grip it like a baseball bat like they're they're in new balance sneakers and you're just like what the dude, fuck is going on here and my bachelor party my brother came and played he's like dude i haven't played golf in probably like six or seven years he got rental clubs and like halfway through the round he was it was me and uh and gavin who you know playing with him we look at him like dude like i can't believe how well you're hitting the ball like you give people credit like if you're an athlete you can you can get around out there but it's not but you're right we're so fucking hard on ourselves it's fucking it's tough not to be though because like we spend so much of our time playing golf we have a fucking podcast about golf yeah all of our money goes towards golf essentially yeah and daycare um um i wish there was daycare at the golf course like i would send myself there you should do that well i i don't need to have daycare i've got charlotte i mean i've got courtney but if I needed a resource, um, yeah, it's something to think about. You know what we actually need at golf courses, Brian, is um, we need more golf courses that are on the same property as, say, like a winery or a vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Because then you can be like, hey, baby, why don't you come? We'll play nine and then just hit the winery on the back or just hit the winery the whole time. And then you you kind of make it seem like you're doing something together. Oh no! I yes, I I strategically now look at resorts that are located or that have golf courses located on property, or that they have a relationship with a local golf course nearby. Um, Big reason why we ended up at Sandals Ochi. Uh, yes, Sandals. Yes, um, and they like they even tease you when you're looking up all the different packages. They're like, "Oh, the golf and stay package." You're like, Wait, what? Whether or not they have a golf course on the property, they've like already dangled that there's golf nearby and that they will get you to said golf course. You're it's honey, we've got to, we've got, we got to do it. And it's like, you could have stayed at any place, but the golf could have been that. No, yeah. sand, but I will say once you go sandals, you can't go back. Um, no, I mean, you can only go back to sandals. Um, it's yeah. The best. Yeah. 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 I, 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 and it slowly that. lets people know, like, that you're not super poor. It's like no, I went to sandals. They'd be like, oh. a, a good a good signal of how how rich or poor you are is your um your rebound time. Like when do you go back? You know, like oh, I went back six oh. months later. Like oh man, you must be loaded. Like yeah, I'm gonna go back in like 15 years. <laughs> we and the thing is, we almost got caught into that. Not like I mean, this would have been before Charlotte. It wouldn't have been a big deal. But when you're there, I'm sure same sort of oh. thing happened to you they'd come up and be like listen as long as you come here in the next three years could you first of all could you have imagined if we booked that and then the fucking pandemic hits and then they're like oh actually you're burnt um you never came here no more money um but then you think about because we met all these other couples down there that were around our yeah. age on their honeymoon and we still communicate with them through social media but it was, oh, let's go back for our five-year anniversary or two-year anniversary, things like that. Now everyone's got kids, and it's like, let's do our 10-year anniversary there. And that is something that I did tell Courtney I would I would do. Like, there's this one kid, his name yeah. is Woody, Giants fan, fucking man, um, lives down in Pennsylvania. I'll still get Snapchats from once a week. Hey, man, chugging a beer, let's go. And I'm like, oh, let me put my daughter down real quick. And... uh you you two had to chug a few after the Sunday's game. I can tell you that much right now. Oh Jesus! I, I I yeah, they're awful. It's 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 gonna be a it's going to be a long year as it always is. Um, but my fancy teams being trashed didn't help. Um, but I guess to summarize it up, the people you you meet down there, they're forever kind of friends, and yeah, they, you know they, you know they can afford it too. So give them give them a call back. Sure.
I'd yeah. go to Sandals. Kev, you want to go to Sandals? I'll go to Sandals. We'll get the girls on board. Oh, I mean, we would we would go back to Sandals in a minute. And gotta find if the price is right, we'll be going. I mean, we got a lot of expenses forthcoming, but that's that's okay. Isn't it crazy how they say it's like fifty percent off, but it still costs what it costs thousands like, and thousands and thousands of dollars? Yeah, it some just doesn't add up. Square foot. The, the price per square foot cannot be that much down there. I've seen the way they clear land with machetes. It's- yeah. You know what I'd actually be down to do? I'd be down to do like a like a three to four night quick, like long weekend trip to like a closer. Because it's really not that bad to get there. Like even oh, no. going to Jamaica, it was like five total hours of flying time. And if you go to, I think it's like Royal Caribbean, it's like two less hours. Like you can get there pretty quick like that's an easy like four night trip you can probably get a decent deal oh yeah for sure um they they really try to entice people with the seven to ten day stays which they're great it's just they're great for a honeymoon but like who's just like doing trips like that all the time i'm fucking bored i need something to do like i i can't i'm gonna develop a habit if you have me drinking at 10 a.m every fucking morning like we bro yeah exactly develop a worse habit whatever same difference yeah (laughs) oh i can eat as much as i want whenever i want and like you you ever get like we got home from sandals i'm like fuck i don't have room service anymore we can't just be ordering room service 24 hours a day i'm like slamming the door i was like where are the fucking fresh towels (laughs) there's no turn down service courtney where's my butler see Courtney finds me so bougie when we go on vacation about that. I'm listen, I'm not saying come in and wipe down the surfaces. All I want is fresh towels. If there's also if we're at a like a beachy resort, I want new fucking sheets, too, because there's going to be sand in the bed. Um, I don't think that's a lot to ask for. I'm not asking you to clean everything out. I just want linens. I, I, I don't think that is an unreasonable request. Dude, when we were there, we literally, they would come and restock, like, the fridge every day. Must so these are day. never and things then, that happened out of sandals, just obviously. Oh, oh yeah. It, housekeeping came, like, literally every day. But it was kind of annoying because they always happened to be doing the housekeeping for our room between, like, 4 and 4.30, which is kind of when we would just be, like, Nap going time. back to our – It's kind of – yeah, like, you're going – like, you were just, like, you ate lunch. You were at the beach or the pool all day. Like, you're going to go back. You're going to, like, sit on the couch. You're just, like, chill yep. for a little bit before you go back out for dinner. Um, I'm like, you guys have awful timing here. Um, That was my only uh, my only uh, critique. And also, I don't know. When you went to Sandals, did you guys have a butler? We did not. Um, Other people that we I went down – again. So – I, I heard that from the people I'd, I'd like to hear your reasoning why and see if it was the same reasoning that the people oh, I'll that... tell you exactly why they were constantly like checking in, which is like cool. But like, like, I, I don't know, like I had there wasn't that many reasons that I would be like, oh, like, hey, I need to call his name was Scott. I'm like, we don't really need to call Scott unless it was like, oh, like, hey, like, can we get another bottle of wine to the room or something like mm-hmm. that? Like they were always very attentive, like when we needed stuff, but it was also like. They would call us, but oh, like, hey, where are you, where are you, where are you guys? What are you guys doing? Like, are you going to do this? Like, do you need a ride? Like, do you need that? And like, Julia and I are very like independent, independent kind of like, well, like, we don't need like a ride down the hill to go to dinner. Like, we don't need. Now, I will say it was cool. Like when 
when you like some of the places you needed a reservation for for dinner mm-hmm. and they would they'd make, make the them. reservation like yeah. yeah literally like made it write it on your like this night you're going here this night you're going here they'd pick you up and they would walk you in sit you at your table grab your first drink for you and then leave so like that was nice but it was just like i don't think it's it's not really necessarily worth it to me like i don't i don't need that much attention especially at all inclusive you can get whatever you want whenever you want anyway right and so that was kind of the the feedback that i had heard now first feedback is it was still amazing but because of the whole butler um service i'm pretty sure they always put all of those um what what do you want to call it? condos if you will not as close to the middle of the resort so if you didn't take yeah. the golf cart you're walking a lot farther um it's it's just and and it's for people most of the time they're like no i want privacy i want like or some people that is why they they get a butler they don't want to fucking see anybody and they just want to do it that way but if you like you guys are independent like you're you're just like hey let's just go here i don't want to call and wait him 15 minutes for him to pick us up in the golf cart and then let's go do this like well, let's dude, just that, go. that happened at one point too we were like we we're like like waiting for him we're like, is he like gonna come or like we need to call him to come get us? Cause like he said he was gonna pick us up at seven, but like I don't know if he's gonna, like, let's just fucking like at the end of the day, it was like not that far to walk. And like when we're drinking and eating as much as we are, I'm like, like we gotta move around a little bit. We can't just yeah. like be sitting on our asses this whole time. So um, yeah, that was really my only critique. Like the, the butlers were cool. Like I, I don't have any problems with the butlers, but I think they were just like they were like overly attentive. And I think like for some people that's great, but for us, I was like, I like you don't need to call me at 10 a.m. Like, we're just going to like, I don't want to have like plans. Like I'm on a 10 day right. vacation. I just want to like go do whatever I want, whenever I want. Like that's the whole appeal of the all inclusive. Right. And learning from this uh, experience, you now know you could probably spend the same amount and have like a fucking sick room that has like a walkout pool or something like yeah, that. Honestly, it wasn't really that much more expensive than other rooms. And actually when we booked it, I, I think it was the cheapest room that was still available actually like we could have actually mm. spent more and been not and had like probably a nicer room not in the butler village um but other rooms had to been booked up at that point but uh it really wasn't that much of an upcharge no i i i wouldn't think too too much but over 10 days you know a little bit each day yeah i'm, I'm very much like we actually had our own not our own pool but like the building i don't know how we're like recapping my honeymoon four months later but our building had no four goal. units in it and the building had its own pool oh okay so like that was kind of cool too because like we would be like by the big pool or by the beach all day and then be like you know like i just want to like kind of like get back and like be more quiet and like we were just like sometimes we hang out by the pool sometimes we hang out on the room or whatever like it was nice but um yeah fuck now i gotta go back to jamaica at some point in my life no ju- just go back to a different sandals because uh, i yeah it's true I want to go back to actually you can go back because I haven't been to Jamaica. I'd love to go. Um, but uh, we can go to a different Jamaica one. That's very true. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of sandals. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I think next time I would do it. Like I said, I would do like a shorter trip, like three four nights, and I would just go to like a smaller resort. That's like a little bit. I would just I just want to go there and like chill, relax. Like it was a big resort and like. There were always like things going on. They were trying to get everybody like involved in like the different yes. activities and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, like I want to sit my big fat pale ass on the beach, drink these frozen ass drinks, and then just like you know go like stuff my face. Yeah, without so, any. In- 
in St. Lucia, they have three sandals. Um, the Legrand, which is the one that most of the photos would be online. Like it's the the really big one with like the the swings out in the middle of the water. And, yeah, kind of like the equivalent of the Jamaican one we went to. I okay, think. like the biggest um, one. Yeah, yeah. And we stayed in. I don't remember the name of it, but it was also a bigger one. And then the third one, it's not actually for like older people, but they say like it's for if you're looking for a quiet um, vacation. Like they said, most of the time you'll see older people staying there because they don't yeah. want it because younger people are typically like loud and, and whatnot. Um, but it was interesting because we picked up people when we went to the Grand for the day because um, they you could get like a free room. Well, and... That's the thing, too. Like you could go back and forth. Like I'd rather just stay at the small one. So it's chill. And if you want to go do shit, go to the big one. Yeah. Yeah. We had no idea. And then we found out and I was like, oh, it... sandals for all everybody. Dude, it is funny, though, because like you it you kind of get like the forgetting sarah marshall vibes because you just start seeing like the same people like we mm-hmm. we ran in there was this one couple i wish it, there was one couple that we hung out with a few nights like we like exchanged numbers or whatever but then there was this other couple that like it felt like every time we went to dinner they were either like leaving as we were getting there they were getting there as we were leaving there was even one time that we were going to dinner and walked past one of the restaurants and they were just at the table right in the window of the other restaurant we were walking past. I'm like, you guys are creeping me out. <laughs> like, we just yep. gotta like get away from this. Uh, but it is very much like that. Like you just think you're going to see fucking uh, Aldous Snow just like hanging, hanging out, you know? No, it, it really is true. Everyone's got to go to the same place. If you have an issue, it's like it. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. And it's like, I mean, we're, we, we had beers with them one night, but like, yeah, they were weird at dinner. His girlfriend was kind of a man. It's like there were some people that you, yeah, yeah, fun times. Yeah, like, are fun you guys th- swingers? Like, what's going on here? Because they're asking weird questions. They, uh, we definitely, uh, I saw some swingers down there. One of the people we met, she's now divorced and remarried. I was like, you, you crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like five years ago. You're already divorced and remarried. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like timeline wise, I was like, why is she so crazy? But that makes sense. I mean, there's got it. Like divorces take time. Falling in love with someone new probably takes a lot of time. Like, but I, I don't know. It just she was trying to get wild. another sandals vacation. That's what she was going she was, for. She bought the twofer. She bought that other package <laughs> and she needed to use it before it expired. <laughs> oh, that is classic. Oh, oh man. man. Uh, what's on your docket this uh, this week, bro? You got some, any golf coming or no? So I booked a tee time Sunday morning for 920, um, only because that was the only thing available. Um, I, I'm i going to tr- see if there's a men's club event I can get into earlier, but there wasn't anything on the shared calendar, so I was shooting for Sunday because Saturday looks like it uh, could be pretty shitty with the rain. Oh, no, really? Well, it just there wasn't really any percentage of chance of rain on sunday and it was a lot more sunny um so mm. i was just i went with that date but uh valid no as of right now we are uh i can't believe there's got to be a fair that we're going to this week i can't believe uh you guys are big fair folk I already went to two uh, two two in the books um, what two did you go to uh had neck fair and hebron fair um Hebron's kind of like the big fair, isn't it? Like Hebron's big. Yeah, Hebron's yeah. a lot bigger than Haddam Neck. Durham is a big fair too. Um when's the big E? Is that going, going on? on? I think it starts the 16th. Uh or actually it might be going on right now. 
Um, but I think it ends the last week in September, maybe the last or the first weekend in October, maybe. Um, oh, yeah. September 15th to October 1st. We plan on hitting that. I think the 26th. I think she wanted to take a day off of work and go up on a Tuesday. Um, oh, see, that's the way to do it. Dude. It is going on the weekends. Ridiculous. And it would make it so we don't have to bring Charlotte. We could send her to daycare. Cause then you don't like, she's going to take a three hour nap in the middle of the day. If it takes an hour and a half to get there, like when is this three hour nap? Where's it going to happen? Um, yeah. So it'll just be easier to go up and spend a a little adult day. That would be nice. Absolutely. What about you? You playing any golf? Um, yeah, I, um, this is kind of like my last. So Julia works this weekend and it's the last weekend before we close on the house. So it's, I think it's kind of going to be like my last weekend of, uh, significant golf. Um, so I think the Pats and I are going to try to play, play somewhere good on, uh, on Saturday. And then Sunday I'll probably, I'll probably play 36 this weekend. As you should listen, yeah. strike why the iron is hot. My friend. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, I was at the range this morning. I was, I, I'm, I'm feeling good about how I'm striking the ball right now. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens, but I, I think I'll be, I'll be here to talk to you next week about something substantial, probably around in the fifties or something. No, no. I mean, you'll yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going at least eight under. Uh, right? All right. All right. I love it. I, I, I mean, can't wait on. to hear about it. All right. Sweet. Well, uh, hopefully I have good things to report next week. Uh, I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Peace.